Welcome to the Sojo Show with Jen and AJ, where you'll dig deep into God's Word alongside two imperfect, frequently ineloquent women as we discover fresh ways to walk out God's truth together. Hello, AJ. So glad to see you today. I have a question. As always, uh, this one is a little bit, is a little bit more heavy than what I normally ask though. Okay. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay. So, but you made me kind of dig deep in the last episode about my fear. <laughs> so, so I'm just saying, I'm going to make you go a little bit deeper today. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So thinking back over your like life as a Christian in ministry, what has been a, what you consider like a limiting factor in your ability to be used by God, like part of of who you are. That is a heavy question. And honestly, it's a little embarrassing to say this, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Might as well just (laughs) throw it out there. (laughs) So I have always considered myself more of a writer and not a very good verbal communicator. But you are an excellent writer, but you know, there's room for improvement there too. But I have had situations, you know, of course, being on the mission field and sharing, being basically an evangelist, I've had to just do it anyway, even though, and, and this podcast doing yeah, this podcast, podcast like right now, what? <laughs> I am so out of my comfort zone doing this because I don't think I do it well. I don't think I communicate well. And that, and you know, that is an excuse, not unlike some of the excuses that we're going to hear today. Yes. Because I mean, objectively, I can look back and say, that's not a valid excuse because it's not true, but I understand how sometimes we feel feel that way. It feels true. true. It does. It feels true. And so you do have to kind of step up a little bit out of, you know, where you would like to necessarily be. Well, and and I want to just publicly say you're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I I really appreciate that (laughs) because I'm the reason that you step out of your comfort zone. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Friends can do that to us, right? The best of friends can do that to us. No, but that's a, but I understand it. And we all have, here's the thing. This is where I asked that question because it seems like we all have things that we feel like would prevent us from really serving the kingdom in ways we would like. Right. And to be quite honest with you, I really think that a lot of it goes back to things we were told in our childhood or in our adult, early adult life, just things that we started to believe about ourselves Mm -hmm. that maybe had a grain of truth in them, but they should not be limiting factors in our lives. Right. They should not define us in any way. They should not define us. And and sometimes it's seasons, right? It's I'm too old. I'm too young. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't have enough experience or enough money or enough beauty or whatever. The other. Yes. Yes. So, so that is true. And today we're going to be looking at someone in scripture who had those very similar fears, actually very similar fear to yours. Very. Did you steal your, did you steal your excuse from him? No, I didn't, (laughs) but, but I did use this example. So we are going to be talking a little bit about Moses. Yes. Right. And when Moses was called and kind of the struggle that he went through as he was being 
called to do the work of God. Right. And as we will see, he felt very awkward. He felt very out of place. He did not feel like he was person enough to fulfill what God had given him to do, but he did not let that stop him. Right. In the end, in the the end, end. but it took a minute. It took a minute. It took a minute. So most of us know the story. So if you grew up in Sunday school with flannel board, like I did, you definitely know the story because you remember the bush, right? And all our babies out there are saying, what's a flannel board? Our babies don't know what the flannel board is, but you (laughs) surely know the bush, the burning bush, the burning bush, right? The burning bush. So we go all the way back to the burning bush with this one, right? That's right. All the way back. So the interesting thing to me about this story, and the thing I love so much is that he literally gets a burning bush that will not be consumed and the voice of God coming from the burning bush. And he still has this little bit of a struggle. Yes. I love that so much. I love it so much. He did. He said, so after he encountered God and God told him, remove your sandals from your feet for the place where you're standing is holy. And he does that. And God says, I'm God, the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Okay. So we have some fear Mm -hmm. going on here, Mm -hmm. which I understand. Just I extent. totally understand. Totally get it. I mean, that would freak me yeah, out. Totally get just, it. Just to be quite honest, I'd probably pass <laughs> out, not just be afraid, you know? <laughs> so, but after this, he, God tells him to go to Pharaoh, right? Mm-hmm. And Moses says, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Yeah. Which we sometimes we say that. Who sometimes am I? we Who say am I? that. And you know what? Here's the thing that, that that brings me to this. Most of us are not asked to do these big public things like this. Right. Most of us are just asked to we and and I don't know anybody who's gotten a burning bush, but Moses, honestly. Mm-hmm. If you've gotten one, then you know we'd love to hear about it. But most of us get asked to do things that are kind of normal everyday things. Right. But may make us feel uncomfortable. I was going to say, but we still say, who am I? Right. To be able to do this. If maybe you hear something in the workplace or among friends that is not God honoring and you feel like that God's, the Holy Spirit's prompting you to kind of gently not rebuke the person, but gently kind of have a conversation about it. But yet you're like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't have a PhD in that's right. Bible. The and, and leading oh leading a Bible study. That's a great mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. So how many of us have there's a need in our maybe our local body to lead a Bible study and nobody's really stepping up, but your first instinct is to say, Who am I? Right. Who don't I? you need a degree or mm-hmm. a more years mm-hmm. of experience or XYZ to do that? Yeah. So that was excuse number one. So what does God say about that? Okay. So God's response to that is to say, I will certainly be with you. Mm -hmm. So he just chopped that excuse right down. And he also said, I am who I am. I am. I am. 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 Yeah. And actually just to kind of review, to give an overview of what I see here in Moses's dialogue, I see three different insecurities that he had. And I just want you guys to see if you can recognize any of these in your own life. So the first one was identity and security where Moses said, yeah, Mm -hmm. who am I to do this? Right. And a lot of times we can identify our identity and security. That's a mouthful right there (laughs) by asking ourselves, how do I define myself? Mm -hmm. What do I say like to myself? How would I define myself? I am what? 
I am, you know, maybe not pretty enough or not whatever. There's a plethora of things we could say. So really tuning into that could be an indicator of our own identity insecurity. And then the second insecurity that I see in the life of Moses here is an inability insecurity. He didn't think that he had what it took. And once again, I think we all can relate to that, right? So this is when we stumble over our own shortcomings, weaknesses, inabilities, or unmet expectations of ourselves. Maybe we've let ourselves down, or maybe we were humiliated in front of a third grade classroom one time. Oh, that was me. Was it? Do you remember? Were you living? Are you not the only one? Third grade (laughs) humiliation. I mean, seriously, it happens. And those Mm -hmm. things can kind of cling to us, Right. right? That's what he says, and he stole your insecurity. Hey, or you stole he his. did, Moses. <laughs> how dare you? In verse ten, in verse ten of chapter four, he says, "Oh Lord, I am not eloquent, right. either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant. Like, like I never have been. He's not, not now, not then. Right? He says, I'm slow of speech and of tongue. He's basically saying, I, I don't have it. I don't have what it. I like the way he said, I didn't have it before you talked to me. Right? I still don't have it. <laughs> Nope, still not here. The lightning bolt didn't reach this far, right? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Poor so, Moses. I mean, we can so relate. To I can. This. Totally. We can so relate. And then the third insecurity. But wait, okay. wait. We got to okay. talk about what God says with this one because okay. you know, this right. is really good. Well, tell us. What okay. Say? So here's the way God responded to that, and I can almost hear it. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Moses <laughs> said, underground. Then the Lord said to him, "Who has made man's mouth?" Who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now, therefore, go and I will be your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. There you go. He's dude, I know your insecurity. This is what I'm hearing. I understand that you're not eloquent. Right. I get that. Right. But it, it's it, no problem. It's how I created you. And it is possibly the reason I'm calling you. Exactly. So your insecurities may actually be the reason God is choosing to use you. That's right. That's right. In a particular way. Insecurity is not relevant to God. No, I love that. All right. What's that? that? Sorry. Pretty pretty good stuff we got going on. So the third one is credibility insecurity. And this Mm -hmm. one is in chapter four. This is the type of insecurity that has to do how we think others perceive us. And guys, this really is a valid insecurity for a lot of us. We want others to think we are put together. We're attractive. You know, we have this kind of comparison thing we do a lot of times comparing ourselves with other people and how we measure up on the scale. Mm -hmm. And all of that can lead to credibility and security. So this is one of the insecurities Moses voiced in chapter four. Do you have that there, Jen? I do. You could read. (laughs) Right after this, he just basically says, oh my Lord, please send someone else. He sends someone else. And and didn't he say somewhere in here, what if they don't believe me? What if the Israelites, oh yeah, verse one, and Moses, verse, going Moses backwards. Said, what if they won't believe me? Yeah. They will not me. obey me. Mm-hmm. What if they don't listen to me? What if I get up here and I say mm-hmm. this great, fine message and they don't believe or obey me? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is. What if I try to lead and I have no one following? <laughs> It is. What if we start it a podcast is. and no one listens? There you go. Right. It's a valid fear, right? And yeah. it might happen. 
right? <laughs> We've shown ourselves to be fools before, yes. If you're listening, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. But, you know, but when God calls you to do something, you obey. You obey. You just obey. And so, yeah. So the Lord basically did all these cool things at this point. Yeah. These miracles this is, is really cool. cool this is a really this cool point. This is the cool point this is, because what God said is, what do you have in your hand? Mm-hmm. And basically a staff. He, says a staff. he had a staff because mm-hmm. Moses was a shepherd and mm-hmm. God said, okay, with this staff, this very ordinary thing, you are going to do my wonders. Mm-hmm. And I love this so much because a lot of times God take our staff is our experience, our education, our life skills, everything that we have become up to that point. And God does something amazing with it. Yeah. And and for those of you who don't know the story, um, God tells Moses to throw down his staff Mm -hmm. and the staff literally turns into a snake. Yeah. A serpent, a snake. And then God says, pick up the snake by the tail and it turns back into staff. Yeah. Pretty cool. And it also parts the waters. He says, Pretty go cool. use that staff to part the and waters. It, and it, and it, he hits the rock with it later. He hits the rock. It's water. water. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does amazing things with this staff mm-hmm. that to him up until that point, it was just part of his wardrobe. Really? Mm-hmm. It was a part of his being. It was part of his identity as a shepherd. He carried it with him all the time, but it wasn't anything special. And a lot of times we can do the same thing. God has equipped us with something that we don't necessarily think is anything special. It's just part of who we are. And maybe it's got a hook on the end, like a nose. I don't know. But God uses it to mm-hmm. do miraculous wonders. Mm-hmm. And, and God, he, in this story, God's doing these things. He, he made his hand leprous and make it whole again. He said, put some water from the Nile on the ground and it'll turn to blood. I mean, he's basically saying, these are the things that will show that I am God. Right. We may not have that, but we have something even better because we have the knowledge of what happened on the cross. That's right. And so that can give us more confidence than any Mm -hmm. serpent staff that's right. Yeah. Because as Romans one tells us, we are not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God. Yeah. It is the power of God. Absolutely. I love that. So those yeah. three things let's recap. Yeah. So these are very common insecurities, the identity, security, mm-hmm. inability, insecurity, mm-hmm. and credibility. Yep. Insecurity. Who am I to do these things? Mm-hmm. I don't have what it takes to do these things. And if I do it, they may not listen to me. That's right. And God has an answer for each. For all of them. When he calls you. So we have to step forward in faith and we have to trust that he's got this. And the summary of the answer is it's not about us to begin with. No, it never was. And it never will be. It's about God. And do you know what the cool thing is about the story is it could have been Moses ended up coming around and he went to Pharaoh, right? We all know the story and there were all the plagues and all the things, but you know what? Even if Moses had gone and been killed by Pharaoh, Mm -hmm. he stepped out in obedience and there would have been a purpose for that. Yes, absolutely. So I think about that sometimes because we think about these stories and we're like, yeah, you know, he did ended up doing great things. There were a lot of people, of course, a lot of men in the Bible that were martyred for their faith. Right. But yet they were not ashamed. Right. And in, in doing that, they are in, you know, uh, they're listed among those who are faithful Mm -hmm. and that's where we need to be. That's where we want to be listed among those who are faithful, whether we end up doing great things in the eyes of the world or whether we end up martyred for our faith. 
Right. We we're doing what God is calling us to do step by step by day. And that's not magical. That doesn't take a burning bush. And I'm not saying God's magic, but it kind of is, but you know, <laughs> uh, that's just stepping one foot in front of the other, following the precepts of the word and knowing what he has to say and being obedient in the small things. Right. And leaving the results to him. Yeah. We don't get, we don't have the prerogative to say, this is the outcome that I want. Right. That's his prerogative. We may never know. We may never know some of the things that the outcome of the things that we're called to do. Right. But if we're obedient, we know that they're, they exist. Yeah. It's big. God knows. That's big. It is. I love that. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Moses, you slammed us today. (laughs) Moses, man. I love that. All right. Okay. We usually end with a listener question, a random listener question. And let's see here. Do we have one? What is, okay. So we have one from someone in Sojo Academy. If you want to ask a question, we say this every week, but go to our show notes at sojohub.com backslash Confidence 002 is what this one is. No, it's actually going to be 006. 006. 006. Yes, you're right. right? Yes, you're right. You're exactly right. So just go to the Sojo Hub. You'll find us. And sojohub.com. And send us a question. Yes. And we'll. I'm waiting for a really juicy one to throw on. Yeah. And if you send us an audio, we'll play it on the video, maybe. Yeah. On the audio, if we can figure it out. Anyway. (laughs) Okay, so Callie wants to know which Sojo study was the most impactful for you in 2021. So we are recording this at the very end of 2021. Mm-hmm. And Sojo at Sojo Academy, we do Bible studies each month with a large group of women, super powerful, super beautiful community. And you're all invited, sojoacademy.com, check it out. But which Bible study? impacted you the most. So we had some really good ones this we year. Actually, did. We, we had did. one on Joseph. That was actually the previous year. I think year. that so was that last one year. Yeah, that was, I think that was 2020. That was a good one though. The sovereignty mm-hmm. of God, but we had Ruth. My personal favorite would have to be the, Oof, the very first one, which was the fresh start because I wrote it, which means that I actually completed the study and did way more work than probably anybody else did who actually went through the study. So it's just, it always works that way, right? When you are putting something together, you're the one that gets the biggest blessing out of it. Right. But the reason why I love that particular study is because it was a reminder to my heart that grace is our fuel for our effort. Grace fuels our effort. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of time growing up in church, I did not know that. I thought my own try hard efforts and self-discipline and beating myself up when I failed, I thought that was the way I motivated my heart. And it wasn't until I realized in scripture that grace is not only forgiveness when we fail, but it's power to succeed Mm -hmm. and to do what's right. And that one truth, when it really dug into my heart, totally changed my life. And so this fresh start study was just a chance for me to renew my own Mm -hmm. heart with those truths. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good start to the year. 
the study that, and it's interesting that you say that because the study that probably meant the most to me was also one that I wrote because again, you, you yeah. dive deep you when do. you write it. And it was the, our study on the armor of God. Yes. And because I would have actually said the first thing that came to mind was the Joseph study on the sovereignty of God, but that was last, that was 2020, but the armor of God was in 2021 and that was in March. And that just those few little verses are so incredibly powerful and truly mm-hmm. understanding what it is to daily put on the armor of God and be prepared for battle and to be battle ready all the time. The name of the study was battle ready, becoming battle ready. And just honestly understanding how, yes, we have to put on the armor of God. We have to become battle ready. But again, just like you said, it's not in us. It's It's not in us. The the, the armor is not ours to put on. The armor is God's. And so he is the one that will protect us ultimately. And we just have to trust in him. And in and of ourselves, we would just, I would crumble under the weight. Mm -hmm. I would, I'd crumble under the weight of the world. I'd crumble under the weight of circumstances of what's been going on within the last couple of years, what goes on in my own house, in relationships, in, in the struggles. And I mean, I honestly know that in myself, I do not have the ability to stand. I would not yeah. be able to. We know that because but, John 15 says, without me, you can do nothing. And right. we know that is true. Right. And I know it's true. And yet Christ in us. That's right. Strengthens us. Mm-hmm. The, the, the coffee mug, I can do all things to Christ. That doesn't mean I can go and, you know, run a marathon tomorrow. Jump off a building. It means that I have the righteousness and the strength of Christ to do what he has to given do you what to he's do. called me to That's do. Right. Just like Moses, I can come up with all the excuses, but in the end, if I'm able to stand and say, okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Here I am. Lord, use me. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And so, that, that is a great note to end on because I think that is what Moses demonstrated so beautifully. Yeah, he did. And not knowing the outcome. So, yeah, as we walk this next week, as you know, as you guys are walking this next week, maybe review the story of Moses, remind yourself, but really think about where in your life you've come up with excuses mm-hmm. and things. That, and they're not, they're not, I'm not saying that they're, they're bad. They're legitimate a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, if you can't sing, don't go join the worship team. It's okay. Right, right. It's okay to be a realist. It's somewhat, okay. right? <laughs> but, you know, God's probably not calling you to the worship team if he didn't give you a voice to sing. Or maybe if he did, maybe it's playing a guitar. <laughs> maybe. But he is calling you to do things for the kingdom. And he is calling you to live your life day by day by day, walking in the precepts of of what he's outlined in the word. So let's get in the word this week. And he wants us to rely on him and not ourselves. Absolutely. And that's the message of the life of Moses. Lean not on our own understanding because there's just no point. <laughs> that's right. It's futile. Trust and trust in the Lord. So that's excellent. So we're, we're going to talk about uh, someone else next week. Another character from the Old Testament, right? Old Testament? Yes. Yes, Old Testament. Yes. So we will see everybody then, but give us a thumbs up, subscribe, comment. Please let us know that you're listening and and ask us any questions. And we look forward to talking to you again next time. All right. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Sojo Show. We are so grateful that you did. And we're so thankful for the opportunity to spread the good news of the gospel in such a fun and unique way. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you would leave us a rating or review wherever you're listening to this podcast or subscribe to the show. Also, tell your friends. That's the number one way we get people finding out about who we are. And we really appreciate you sharing the Sojo Show. We'll be back every Monday digging into the truth of God's word, sharing, laughing, glorifying God in all that we do, and hopefully encouraging women from all over the world in the truth of the gospel. Talk to you then. This episode is brought to you by Sojo Academy, an ongoing membership for Christian women that provides a practical, streamlined spiritual growth plan for every woman. Membership includes mentoring and thriving community, fresh, deep Bible studies every month, prayer support, resources for creative worship, live calls every week, and so much more. We would love for you to check it out at SojoAcademy.com and come join this vibrant group of women as we sojourn together. Are there areas in your life where you feel like you need to simplify a bit? My guess is yes. Several years ago, AJ and I identified seven areas that we felt like um, were important to simplify in order to focus on most important things in life and primarily our relationship with God. What we are doing is pulling that out of the vault, and we are doing Simplify Your Life Summer 2024 Edition. We invite you to join us. We are excited about it and look forward to seeing you there. Go check out sojohub.com slash simplify for more information.